Welcome back to Gossip Happy Hour. This is your host, Riley Wilkes, and sadly, we cannot be joined by Gina Vincent tonight, so I'll be carrying this podcast. So everyone go DM Gina, get her to come on the podcast again. We all miss her. But wow, we have a lot of news to cover. It has been a long week with everything in pop culture, TikTok, Twitter, celebrities rapping, big news everywhere. So we're going to start we're going to start with Kanye West. Kanye West has been going on his Twitter rants for about the past couple of days. It seems like every night there's something new. About 2 nights ago, 3 nights ago this was recorded Thursday. He went off because allegedly he tweeted that Kim and Chris were like conspiring to get a, him to a doctor or a doctor to come down to him and like sort of like quote unquote lock him up. And he accused them, accused the action of being white supremacy at its finest. So that's an, a harsh allegation for his wife and mother in law. And he even referred to Chris Jenner as Chris John Un, which I laughed about for like 30 minutes. I don't know why. It was just hilarious to me. He was also annoyed that Lil Baby wouldn't give him a feature. But I think Lil Baby has cleared that up, saying he never knew about it. But something's clearly wrong with Kanye. Um, as you know, we discussed last week, he struggles mightily with bipolar disease. Um, he's clearly probably going through another episode right now. And... I just wish him the best. Um, he's releasing a new album. Uh, it's supposed to be actually coming out tonight, but Kanye never actually releases on time, so we'll see. But maybe this is all just a ploy to um get his name in the news and uh, bump up his sales. But I hope that's it. I truly hope he's okay mentally. Um, But if he's not and he somehow stumbles upon this, yeah, just take your time. Don't force music if you're not in the right headspace right now. We all want new Kanye's music obviously we want to make sure you're doing healthy and okay so yeah he deleted all the tweets after he still says he's going to be the future president but he says he's focusing on his music and apparently they sadly are considering divorce apparently they've grown apart and they're just not working out right as much as kim kardashian loves drama i don't know how she's feeling about Kanye and what he's doing right now. Kanye also accused Kim of like sort of slut shaming her, like saying their her their daughters and kids are gonna turn out like her and that's not what she wants. He also said like that he was almost gonna kill his daughter. I don't know if he wanted an abortion that means or some mental health episode when he was younger, but he's been very creepy in his wording of during his speeches and rallies and tweets but he he hasn't tweeted anything today so that's good I think I'm hoping and praying he's doing alright um so yeah prayers up to him but Dave Chappelle one visited him in um, Miami I believe um so that's good he has friends that are coming out but it's not good their family's not doing great and I know Kim loves drama but I think this is a lot for Kim Kardashian right now she had to release a statement sort of saying that she understands Kanye is subject to criticism because he's a public figure and his actions at times can cause strong opinions he's brilliant but also complicated person who 
on top of the pressures of being an artist and a black man who experienced the painful loss of his mother has to deal with pressure and isolation that is heightened by his bipolar disorder. So she's basically acknowledging that just like this is clearly an episode of his bipolar disease and that like the media shouldn't like trash him and chastise him because he's dealing with a lot right now. So yeah. Um, other news in the rap world. Logic has announced his retirement. This came as a shock to me. I don't love personally Logic's music. I think he's fallen off definitely, but I like his early work. Under Pressure was good. Um, so he's going to do uh, one final album. It's also supposed to release tonight, so there will be some competition there. But I'm excited to see what his final album looks like and looks, sounds like because it's called No Pressure, which is kind of cool. His first Under Pressure, his last album, No Pressure. So that's a good name. I feel bad. He gets a lot of hate, especially on Twitter. A lot of it. I don't think he deserves it. Like His last album... Confessions of a Dangerous Mind was awful. It was I gave it like a 1 out of 10, but he's definitely... He can flow. He can spit. And he has... He's a good rapper, but his lyrics are just incredibly corny and cheesy. And he's just... He doesn't produce great. So, while I'm sad to see him go, I, I hope his album's great. And he also announced the birth of his kid he has a kid so that's all great let's congratulations to logic on being a dad and he's a good guy in all of his interviews and like reports about him you can tell he's a nice dude and he just signed actually like a millions of dollars worth of a deal with twitch gaming so i think he'll be streaming with like and that's gonna be good for him he's gonna make his bag streaming being able to talk to all his fans like that's a good career move for logic but I definitely think there are a lot of other rappers that needed to retire before he did. He's so young. I guarantee you this isn't the last we'll be talking about it. I bet he becomes a rapper again, produces some sort of new music he has. He's too young. I think he's in his 30s, I want to say. But yeah, tonight's a big night for music all around. We have Logic releasing an album, Taylor Swift allegedly releasing an album, and... Kanye releasing an album, so that's going to be crazy to see who finishes off the week number one. I don't think Kanye's going to actually release. Uh, Logic, I believe, will, because it's so far ahead planned. We'll see about Taylor, but today also marks the 10-year anniversary of One Direction. This is hits deep for me. Being a One Direction stan myself, and just these past few years just hoping for a reunion, I finally have a little bit of hope, actually. I think there's a shot that a reunion happens. Harry's been working on a single. They've all sort of gone their own way, but I think they've seen the emotional fans pleading with them to create some music together. And it's it's got to happen. They're iconic. Everyone is freaking out. It's their 10-year anniversary. So, One Direction, please... Get back together and take the world on fire. Create some new music. But thank you for the memories. So I don't know if a lot of you guys are big on Twitter. But I am. It's probably my second most used app in the day behind TikTok, obviously. But the other week, almost all of the verified accounts got hacked. 
by some no one unnamed source, but they hacked Obama. They hacked Kanye. They hacked big names like I think they. I don't know. They hacked someone. I think they hacked like a prince or something. They hacked Kim Kardashian. They hacked. But they finessed every single goddamn idiot on Twitter. So the people like on Kanye's account said, "Hey, send me a certain amount of Bitcoin, and I'll double it, and send it back to you." And they did. Everyone was sending him Bitcoin because, like, hey, Kanye's going to double our Bitcoin. Like, let's go. He earned at least $70,000 just by doing that. Like, what kind of what kind of idiots would trust? I guess, I mean, they're public figures, so you trust. But, like, just when someone asks of that caliber, asks for Bitcoin out of all things, like... That's if they ask you to like cash up that money and they'll double. Yeah, I mean I get that, but Bitcoin, and you think you're, they're gonna double your Bitcoin? You think they have that much money just to laying around? If you, like you sent them like, hey, ten million Bitcoin, you think they're gonna send twenty back? That's that's dumb. So they fell. Yeah, I don't think they've been caught, but Twitter apologized for everything that happened. But it was hilarious because everyone knows if you're on Twitter that blue check marks are the worst. And so we had a nice. I think it was about three hours. We're just. No verified people were tweeting. It, everyone wasn't annoying and acting like they're better than everyone. It was just us regular people <laughs> just living life without all the obnoxious, hey, I'm a celebrity, look, I'm verified accounts bothering us. Next up is my personal favorite subject, The Bachelor. So if you follow along with The Bachelor, you know recently... Colin Underwood and his winner of the season, Cassie Randolph, broke up about a month ago, I believe. And it was all, it was all pretty mellow. Like, they just said, like, hey, we're better as friends. Like, I think Colin was obviously farther along in the relationship than she was. Because you can remember she left because she didn't, really couldn't say I love you to Colton. She didn't want to get married. She was so young. But he left with her. And they've been dating for about a year and a half, I think. But... I think she's so young, she doesn't want to settle down, she doesn't want to get married, which I understand, like, it makes sense, because she's only, like, 25, she's in LA, she's beautiful, like, she can do anything she wants, it's not time for her to settle down, but clearly, Colin felt another way. But, Colin threw shade on her in a recent Instagram post discussing the breakup, and then Cassie hit back hard saying they signed a contract to not discuss their relationship in public because Colin said he wanted to write a whole chapter about them in his new book. And she was like, no, you, you can't do that. Like, she was pissed the fuck off. She was like, we signed it, and it explicitly says you cannot discuss our breakup in the public light or, like, trash. And he never said he was going to trash talk her. He just wanted to write a chapter about how sort of the breakup affected him he also had corona and stayed with the parents and they sort of took care of him and like brought him into their home so I think we don't know what he was going to say about her but she was not having having that shit she was not dealing with the drama that could come arouse but Colin was spotted this week with Lucy Hale very famous actress she was in things like Truth or Dare which is a good movie and it's just another example of the bachelor bump. That's how Barstool Sports described it. But seriously, if you're on the bachelor now, you're 
you're practically a B-list celebrity. Like, look at Tyler Cameron, a god of men. But he dated Gigi Hadid, one of the biggest supermodels in the world from being on The Bachelor. And you look at Wells from Bachelor in Paradise. He married Sarah Hyland, the star in Modern Family. I think they're engaged. They might have gotten married. Anyway. But it's just like, if you're on The Bachelor, you can get practically anyone you want. Mike Johnson went on a date. Oh, I, I fucking hated Mike, but that's a whole other story for a different time. Dated Demi Lovato for a little bit. Oh, congratulations, Demi. She just got engaged to her boyfriend, Mark. I'm so happy. She's come a long way. And I'm very excited for her. But back to The Bachelor. They can date any celebrities. Because they all... All the celebrities watch it. Like, they all like these men and think about it, Like, oh, I want him. I want him. But, like, Maddie Pruitt, who just got runner-up sort of on Peter's season. Best friends with Selena Gomez now. That's what I want to do. I want to be on The Bachelor. Like, I've watched it for so long. I know how to manipulate the situation so I could win. Like, I definitely could at least make it to the top four. You don't want to actually win because then you're tied down. But you get to go on Paradise. You get to meet all these connections. They all end up moving to L.A. Or Tyler State in New York, actually. But it can set you up for life if you play your cards right. So we'll watch out for me. Let's see. What can I turn 21? I'm 17. So I have like four more years. So 2025, I should be able to be on The Bachelor. So just watch out for that. And speaking of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, Claire's men have been released. So as many of you guys know, Claire has started filming and... ABC officially released Claire's Men a couple weeks ago, just to make sure no one had any allegations or anything before. They started filming, very smart of them. So I'm going to give you guys my top favorites for this season. I'm going to start with my favorites. I don't know if he is going to win, but I'm really hoping for him. So his name is Joe Park. He lives in New York City, and he's an anesthesiologist. He was also voted top 20 most eligible doctors in New York. So it looks like he went to Georgetown and Stony Brook for medicine. And he loves the ocean, does not love jellyfish, but he's also Asian American, which is cool. So I think I think he's my he's my sleeper. He seems like a nice dude, very smart, obviously probably very wealthy. I think he's 36 too, which is good age match with um Claire so I think that'll be good and this season there's a lot more older contestants most of them are over 30 I believe over half of them are a lot of them are in the 35 to 40 range with kids too so I think this will fit Claire's group better and it's a lot more diverse this year than it has been in your past which is amazing they definitely need more representation in that category but she's got some She's got some eligible bachelor. I mean, she might miss the 25-year-olds that she's had in the past on Bachelor in Paradise and stuff, but I think this will be better suited for an actual marriage. So next, I'm going to go with Zach Johnson. He is 37 years old, lives in Yamaka, Washington, or Auburn, Washington, and all you really need to know is he's a pretty, he's a swole dude. He's a beefcake. Um, he is a very nice looking dude. He's a ripped. Um, he has a dog. 
I think he does charity work. He's the founder of a company called Cleaning Dino. So uh, if you follow Ashley I. Canetti on Twitter, she married Jared from Bachelor in Paradise. Um, she says that she, he is her early favorite. Again, age is such a big factor this year because Claire is 39. I think I think he's got, just based off the eye test, I mean, he's he's got to last at least a while. You have to think. I mean, based on the other contestants, I think he's definitely one of the top five, ten best-looking contestants on this year's group, probably. Um, so next, there's a lot of good... There's actually a lot of well-established characters. Like, they all have good jobs. They're not, like, 22-year-old social media influencers or anything like that. So next, I'm going to go with Chase and Nick. So he lives in California, Walnut Creek, um, San Diego area. He is about 31 years of age. Obviously, he's a fitness instructor like everybody has been. It's like the girl version. It's the dude version of model when it's the bachelor season. But looks like he flies fighter pilots. He has good brown hair, scruff. I think you just have to look at the types of guys that usually win. And he just, you look at him and he's like, okay, yeah, like fitness instructor, good looking dude, lives in LA, like 31 years old. So it's an eight year, it's still an eight year age gap, which is crazy. But I think he'll make it farther. What is that? That's three. So this one, this one's a sleeper. I'm going to go Ivan Hall from Dallas, Texas. He is an African-American. Oh, he's actually Blasian. That's cool. He's half Filipino, half African-American. He lives in Tex- Dallas, Texas. Um, he works at, he's a, so he's a software quality engineer at Lockhead. So he's really smart, obviously. He went to Texas Tech. The thing about him, though, why he's a sleeper is he's 28 years old. So it's an 11-year age difference. But I think, I think Claire's going to like the younger men. I think they might give her an energy that not a lot of them, other people actually do. So he's an attractive dude. I don't know if, I don't think he's in it for the cloud. He has a stable work environment. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we'll see what drama gets started. Um, Probably won't be from him. He's a little young. So fifth, and maybe uh, he, this dude might be my favorite. He has a great story. Zach Clark, 36 years old, lives in New Jersey, Haddonfield. So his story is he's divorced. He was a recovering drug and alcohol addict from years past. So he runs a sober living house now, which is a great backstory. So he warns addicts about the lying strategy of abusers, people in their relationships, whether it's a dealer or a spouse or partner that can be taking advantage of them and abusive. So you have to think with a guy with this story, it's going to go take him far. I think he at least gets top six at the least. He is age good. He has a great history. He's a, obviously he's a nice looking guy. If he's on The Bachelor, like got to be good looking. I think Claire's going to resonate with that. I think she's going to see a man who cares. A man who's clearly not in for the clout. Like, she's had... She called out Matt James for doing interviews and cameos. And this dude is not a guy who's going to do interviews and cameos. So, I think... I think he could take it far. 
so those are just my sleepers. There's a lot of good contestants. I mean, they're probably most of them are actually shit people. Well, they usually are. See how much drama they start. But I mean, let's be real. Drama is what makes the show entertaining. Without the drama, we would be nowhere. So you have to thank them, thank them for that. Stepping aside from The Bachelor, a lot has gone on in the TikTok world. So we decided to switch it up, talk about TikTok last, but it's been a busy week. Let's start with Jaden and Mads, everyone's favorite couple, one of them at least, besides Bradison. So Jaden went home to Texas, and guess we brought with him, Mads. So they broke up a while back, probably four months ago, but they dated for like a couple months, like they were pretty serious. And then they've been hanging out, like she used to stay at the house with them, Nessa and Josh too as well, but everyone sort of assumed they were talking, but I mean, this pretty much confirmed it. It was adorable. Oh my! Like the way the Jaden's family took her in, made her feel like she's at home. I believe like it was adorable. And you don't take someone to meet your family unless you actually have feelings for them. Like that's just sort of a thing. He was on Instagram Live, and someone asked him like, "Hey, are you single?" He said he was single, but he was. He also said that Mads is the only woman in his life currently. So it's like everybody else, when you're in the talking stage, you don't really don't know if it's considered a relationship or not. I guess they don't want to make any assumptions on how the other one feels, but I root for them, Jazz, all the way. I think they're really good together. If you guys saw those boat videos of Jaden, you are just literally just smacking Matt's ass. Um, it was hilarious, but uh, they look like they care about each other. Um... Next up is actually my favorite couple over Mads and Jaden. It's Bradison, everyone's favorite couple. Everyone loves Bradison. So they've been hanging out a lot more. Addison actually did tea talk with Josh and Bryce and Anthony. And it was it was adorable. You felt the pain if you're single like me, but the way they were staring at each other the whole time, and it was just really really special and they're spotted holding hands and obviously Bryce they keep insisting hey they're saying I don't know can they just come out and say that they're at least talking like everyone knows it but like we just need the confirmation from them and everyone wants them to get back together like it would boost their content and their followers up too like I don't know really what's holding them back but it's Something special. These TikTok relationships are weird because you never know. Like, Anthony and Ivani are the only ones who are going strong (laughs) right now. Like, and people have also been shipping um, Charlie and Noah Beck, which I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, 19, 16. Like, I mean, it's only three years. It's not that big of a deal, but I feel like it'd be weird and people would only point that out. But, I mean, pretty much every girl shipping themselves with Noah Beck. Rightfully so, look at Noah back, but people have been really amping up the rumors about her and Charlie, but Charlie, and, well, the thing is, Thomas Petro um, released a YouTube this video, and Charlie and Chase were literally sitting at the table, like, having lunch after Charlie sort of dragged him through the dirt, literally eviscerated his life, um, practically, she apologized, but I mean, it looks like they're friends, I mean, Charlie's so young, that, like, when you're young and you find someone that you like, love, and you date them, like, you sort of feel like they're the one. So maybe Charlie is just going back to Chase and is like, 
she keeps wanting to make it work. I don't, obviously, I don't think that relationship is just going to work out, but I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it, what, like a third chance after Nessa and Josh, after, I can't, this whole Nessa and Chase situation died so fast that it's weird. Nessa is literally hanging out with Josh at the Sway House with everyone else, and they're going to parties together that are eating together. Like, didn't Nessa just hook up with Chase? And then everyone's, like, back to normal. Like, yes, Chase kissed her, but nowhere did Nessa say she rejected the kiss. They ki- they consensually kissed. And especially with Josh's feelings toward Lil Huddy, I don't see how that can just be ignored just because he loves Nessa. I feel like they had to have at least had a conversation about it and what actually happened because it's way deeper I think, that anyone knows. So once again, cancel culture attempts to strike somebody. It amazes me that whenever anyone gets love or fame, people immediately dig through their past from like the past 10 years of their life looking for somebody or something that they can take them down. I don't know why people love it. They feed off of it. They just can't let somebody... Have fun. They have to make sure everything in their life that they did wrong is brought up and exposed. And even if they apologize, nope, it is insane. So Anthony Reeves was given a Trump hat. And he is not a Trump supporter, but he was given it to by a friend and it was autographed. Somebody noticed it in TikTok and he literally came out and said, hey, I got it as a gift. I am selling it because it is worth $3,000. But people were still so mad and they just kept attacking him even though he nor his girlfriend are trump supporters they just can't accept that he was getting his motherfucking bag in three thousand dollars for a hat i don't care whose hat it is that is three thousand dollars and they bullied him into giving it i mean give it to charity which is a good thing to do like i don't know if he needs the money but it's a good thing always to give to charity but the fact is that is his money that is his to choose to do with it just because y'all look it's it's the same thing in friendships or in anything some people just look for a reason to get mad at somebody else they have something such wrong in their life they have pain deep down that they look for a reason to take it out on anybody but themselves. And I feel like that's really a true reflection of cancer. And I have friends that do it. Literally, I just got someone just yelled at me. Um, everyone go spam. If you know Liv Wallace, go spam her. Because I was literally just, I did nothing wrong. I asked her if she wanted to be a guest on my podcast. Instantly gets yelled at. Like, in life, there are some people that just, they refuse to be like, hey, let me calm down. It's not that big of a deal. And listen to the other person. So, if I'm going to leave you guys with one piece of advice, and I'm not a perfect man, not in the least, I mess up every time. I really have the chance, but it's that you should listen to other people and believe them. And if they keep on doing something wrong, obviously it's different, but let people talk. Let them explain themselves and do not hold grudges and do not keep bringing up the past when it has been settled so thank you guys for an amazing week it's my first week with me and i actually feel like it was pretty well it's just a good conversation please send in any tips anything you have please share subscribe post it on your story do everything thank you so much for the love we are averaging about 60 viewers an episode and we're gonna try everyone 
pray that Gina comes on next week because I always have fun with her and she's a great co-host. Um, thank you guys, and I'll see you next week.